talk a little bit closer to the mic so I can test the audio. Welcome here. and hello. Okay, that sounds great. Well, it looks great. I don't know what it sounds like. Hi, my it name is like Carly, and great. that's Harry, and Why? this is Known Unknowns. Welcome, everyone. You sped through that. Well, yeah. All right. No nonsense episode. No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, is this podcast is all nonsense. So, is there any nonsense you want to start off with right at the top? Um, uh, how are your elbows healing, Harry, and your toe? Doing pretty good. I think the world wants to know. My left elbow is basically normal. It's pretty. It's all the way healthy, basically. My toe occasionally uh, has a little bit of a pain here and there. A little uh, toe twinge. A little toe twinge, but mm. they said that it that would be normal for a couple few months. Yeah. And my right elbow is a little sore. It hurts and is a little weak sometimes. Yeah. Has nearly full range of motion back. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, sorry for the delay in this episode, folks. Um, when we went to record, uh, or the day we were going to record... I had a migraine after work. I've been getting these crazy migraines lately. If any, I've never gotten migraines. I had never gotten a migraine until probably this year. Hmm. And like I would get headaches rarely, rarely would I get headaches. And now I get migraines like every other day to the point where like I have to lay in bed with the covers over my head and I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to throw up. Because it hurts so much. I don't know what the deal is. So if anyone has any um, tips and tricks on... I don't know. I'm very confused about these migraines that I keep getting. Hmm. So if anyone has any migraine tips, I I don't... That would be helpful because I, I hmm. don't know how to handle them. I lay in bed and I don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. We were just really tired after work the day we were going to record, and I was not feeling good from my migraine. So we pushed it off a little bit. So I apologize. We just recorded our Halloween episode. of We just put out an episode like two days before. Yeah, but I like consistency, you know? Well, I mean, we put out an episode on Monday, and this is coming out on Monday. That's true. Um, we, never, we never guaranteed what time it would be out on Monday. That's... Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but we've put out a, you know, we make it fairly clear that it's usually by midnight on s Monday. Yeah, typically. But, yeah. you know, the rules are made, meant to be broken. Sure. Keep talking. Okay. Sorry, I'm messing with the audio here. Okay. Do you, uh, are you, are you done messing with it? Yes. <laughs> Every time I look back at the computer, Harry just completely stops talking. So then it's just silent. And I'm like, no, I need you to keep talking. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, well, I am nervous about Tuesday. Oh, yeah. That's election day. Election day know, is everyone. tomorrow. Um, I'm going to wear my I voted sticker tomorrow to work, even though I voted like a week ago. <laughs> but I'm going to wear it just to prove a point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very nervous about it. <laughs> I know we're not going to have the official results, but, you know. Mm -hmm. you know yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, do you do what? Um, what, do, what do, well, let's, it, election day hasn't happened yet. Do you have any predictions so we can see, come back? And no, I have no predictions. I'm so confused about what's going to happen. <laughs> I want to say that, you know, Biden has a great chance but also, I live in a bubble of Chicago where that's all I see. Yeah. I you mean, know? Yeah. So, like, based on... But also, numbers mean nothing right now until the actual election. Do you remember when he had, like, a 3% chance of winning or something and then he won? Yeah. Who? Trump. Four I, years I, I, ago. I don't know who you meant. There, you... there are a lot of he's out there. The he. The he. The he. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he won. Um, so there's no, like, there's nothing, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, so I mean. So I don't trust any of the polls that are coming out now, or, like, the surveys, because I'm like, you're obviously not surveying the correct people. Yeah, I mean, it's, at least in theory, a lot of pollsters, like, changed their methodology or have made adjustments to their uh, rubrics since 2016. And Biden does have 
a bigger lead than Hillary did. It's true. Um, yeah. So like if the polls are off by the same amount they were in 2016, he's still he still would be likely to win. I just really don't want to go through all of this stupid like bull crap <laughs> about, <laughs> you know, him not winning and then being a baby about it. It's just going to make me angry and then I'm going to seethe in bed every night. <laughs> Because I just hate this man, and everyone does. I'm just mad at anyone who doesn't hate him. Yeah, well, so in, I don't know. I mean, I, the as it stands right now, in a, like, in a fair election, Biden would, this looks like he would be the winner. But we don't have fair elections in this country. No. So it's no. kind of impossible to say. I mean, we have the normal level of voter disenfranchisement and stuff that and uh, uh impediments put up to keep people from voting that are in every election and now you know it the republicans are openly talking about ways to um stop votes from being counted and uh have yeah. ways to use the supreme court to make sure they don't lose the election so it's 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 hard to say. I know. That's it's why like, I'm like based okay. off of based off of like typical like prediction rubrics. It seems like Biden would win pretty handily at this point. But there are thing there there are lots of complications to that. Yeah. But I mean, there on the other hand, um, if if I don't know, does Trump really? want to keep being president that's what i was thinking about this morning i'm like he doesn't even want to do this anymore i'm sure yeah no i think he'll like he'll make a he'll throw a fit but i don't think he'll fight that hard yeah he'll be yeah oh god i I hope that's what that's my hope well even if he even if trump wants to like stage like a coup or something to keep himself in office i don't think that um i i don't think that the military is going to like seize biden as that much of a threat that they're gonna like keep trump in office and or um um even if even if trump actually loses i don't know yeah well we'll see oh you know what we need to talk about what do we need to talk about um body double oh yeah melania is that how you say that Mm -hmm. melania yeah Oh yeah, she's. You think she she's has got a, a body double? You think so? One hundred percent. I th- I think so too. In but... one of the videos that I saw, it looked. I like. I told. I was talking to Harry about this last night. Before I even read the caption on this video that I was watching of Trump like hugging some woman and kissing her, I was like, it was shot. I was like, who is like? She started walking out. This lady and I didn't read any of the captions on Twitter. I just opened the video. <laughs> I don't, yeah. So I didn't add it. Like, I just watched the video. I'm like, who is this lady? And then they started hugging and kissing. And I'm like, who is this woman? What is happening? I was like freaking out. I'm like, who, who is this lady? This is, this is not something that I would imagine Trump would be doing. Well, not, maybe not in public. He has a wife. (laughs) He's a married man. He has a child. Yeah. Well. (laughs) <laughs> yeah maybe he shouldn't do that in public then <laughs> or well. in or not in public you know what i'm saying but i i really thought i i think she has a body double do you do you think she has a body double or do they have a body double of her what does she like do they just like what are you saying? <laughs> is is it Melania's decision when they use the body double? Is she did she like say I don't want to do this thing, send the body double, or do they like we don't want to use Melania, we're gonna use the body double? That's a really good question. I don't know. I was trying to think about that the other day. I'm like, is that her decision or is that their decision? Are they using the body double right now because uh, COVID? T- she she took a beating from the COVID. Yeah, she might not look good. So, yeah, is probably. That it? Maybe, or... Probs. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. I'm guessing that she just... She she didn't want Trump to run for president in the first place. She, like... And she, like, 
you know, waited like two months or whatever until the end of the school year, I, I think, before moving herself and Baron into the White House. So, like, I don't, I, I assume she just doesn't want to live there anymore. She just doesn't feel like campaigning. And so they're using someone else who looks like her. Yeah, she probably I doesn't. Mean, there probably isn't a body double. Yes, there is. All right, you're right. There is. I think there is. You can be a hater all you want, a non-believer all you want, but <laughs> I, I'm i saying I 100% believe there is a body double, and you can't change my mind. Because what I saw with my eyes, <laughs> I, mm-mm, that, mm-mm, that was not her. Was there ever a real Melania to begin with? Ma- yes. There is no Melania. There is Melania no Melania. Is, is an idea. Yeah, uh, she's not some... real. Melania isn't real. Start that. <laughs> start that conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. There never was a Melania. There never was a Melania. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Well, you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, it's important to vote. Um, Go there's, vote. In, Go vote. In Chicago, there's not much you can vote for where your vote will actually matter count for much but like i mean discouraging people i mean you there there is i was gonna say there is one very important thing though that you should vote for in illinois which is the fair tax amendment Mm -hmm. vote yes on that yes yes so that we have a uh a like a, a, a tax system that makes sense and is not uh harming the poorest people and uh helping the richest yeah, there was some guy at work who's like, my sister's trying to rope me into voting and there's just no good options. I don't want to vote. And I'm like, there's there's way more. Th- I was telling him, I'm like, there are way more things on the ballot than just the two presidents. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, but none of the options are good. None of them. And I'm like, do you even know what's on the ballot? Like, there's stuff on the ballot that has nothing to do with people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that. So there is definitely a good option on a few of them, like the right option. And it just made me mad because I'm like, no, dude, there's actually a lot of good options Mm -hmm. and a lot of good, like you need to, uh, you need to vote. It just makes me really mad. I don't care who you vote for, really. I just want you to go and vote. Mm -hmm. And I mean, everyone nearly every person who i have ever known says that the two-party system doesn't work and there are a lot of third parties out there that um you can vote for and voting for them helps them reach the threshold for federal matching funds and guaranteed ballot lines on the next election and it helps it helps the long-term goal of um sort of turning this into a functioning democracy yeah i mean i saw a good point on twitter i know that a lot of people don't think that um voting third party for this presidential election for the two president is like good which if you're in like a swing state or like a really um for us like a really red state i guess Mm. even though i'm sure it wouldn't flip but you should probably vote blue if you're in like a, you probably shouldn't vote third party if you're like in a swing state because then you're just dumb and you're really not helping anyone mm-hmm. unless you're really like I am a I am a member of the Green Party like this is what I pre- like this is who I like this is who I am I campaign for this person like then you but if you're just like there's no good options I'm voting third party well I mean I th- I think everyone should vote their conscience and that they should No I agree. have access to all of the information and they should whether that means like voting strategically and what that particular strategy might be that you want to accomplish with your vote. Yeah. So what I was trying to say uh, I Sorry. got off track. No, it wasn't your <laughs> fault. It was my own fault. Um that starting with um like getting in like voting in every election especially like local elections and Mm -hmm. voting third party in i know this doesn't really apply to this election this is a big one but Mm -hmm. voting in your local elections and voting third party will help those people get into higher positions and higher like that helps later on you Mm -hmm. know voting third party for a president might not be so crazy if you start Voting third party locally. 
Because mm-hmm. then you raise those people up and they have a higher rank and or a higher position in government. And then it's more um, viable for them to win a presidential election or something big, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, you know, uh, don't just dismiss third party candidates like i don't like when people are like well it doesn't matter like don't vote third party at all i think you should vote for who you believe in um but also yeah it's it's hard because i think you should vote for who you believe in but there are sometimes you just have to vote like like you know if you're in a swing state and it's really important like this time around well i mean it's really tough to say but also if you yeah i don't know I don't really judge any... I personally don't judge anyone for voting third party in any state. I know a lot of people do, and I know a lot of people think it's, like, really dumb of people to do it, but I think you should vote for who you align with, who you truly believe in. And I think if everyone did that, and it wasn't so pushed on you to vote for, like, a Democrat or a Republican, I think this would work better (laughs) there wouldn't just be a two-party system yeah i mean i think that yeah everyone should i don't know yeah everyone should vote their conscience and should have access to all of the um information that would help them determine what would uh what would be good for their conscience decision every vote is strategic um you just you know gotta think through the strategy and what exactly you want to accomplish with your vote yeah so you know, I love third-party voters. I think they're... Unless they're just those people that are like, there's no good options. I'm just going to vote third-party even though I don't know anything about them. <laughs> just to spite the two... <laughs> I don't know. It just seems silly yeah, to me. But, um, I mean, be informed about your vote. Be be pat... I mean, sometimes it's hard to be passionate about your vote. But be informed. Be... um. Make sure you're making a sound logical decision for you i mean there are there are things that you shouldn't vote do not vote republican and don't vote libertarian yeah well yeah those are those but are also the... i don't really care who you vote for i think you should just go out and vote that's important to me probably too. just like so is then is it in for the love of, love of the game no i just think everyone should go out and express their uh i don't know voice so express themselves <laughs> do we have so do we have any known unknowns um last minute endorsements um we have vote yes unfair tax amendment um if you're on chicago or illinois vote to uh toss uh tuman off of the supreme court or appellate whatever thing but he's not on supreme court appellate court is that what he's on yeah i don't think it's the supreme court okay to whatever get him out of there because he's a piece of shit um, yeah, really do your re- so if you haven't already voted and you listen to this before you go vote, please. <laughs> We're running. You're running out of time to do that. If you're in line, I know. To vote, if you're in line to, to vote, podcast, listen, get out. Get out of the line real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, 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 please do your research on which um, judges. Is that what they are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do your research on which judges to vote yes and no on. Please, please, because you need to be informed about every person that you are voting for. So you can, what's the site that we used Uh, that helped us a lot? Injustice Watch is what I used. Injustice Watch. And then Mm -hmm. there was another website that kind of helped. So I didn't agree with all of their decisions, but it was good to read. Progressive Voter Guide. Progressive Voter Guide. Some, I mean, most of those were good. Other ones, it was like, eh. I don't really agree with you, but, you know, it could help you make an informed decision, I think, if you wanted to read that, too. Mm-hmm. But, please, <laughs> be informed about it, because there's a lot of uh, important stuff on the ballot, actually. There always is. But there's a lot of important stuff mm-hmm. right now. So, please be informed about all of the um, questions on that <laughs> slip yeah. of paper, or if you, I mean, ours is a screen they click mm-hmm. do a little clicky click on um but yeah uh be safe you're... going to the uh polling places um you know mm-hmm. wear your masks and gloves if you want i don't know <laughs> yeah just be be sure. safe about it if you're doing it in person obviously i'm sure all of our listeners will be but you know just saying uh and if you're in california vote no on prop 22 so i put that in there too 
okay. where don't let Uber and Lyft rewrite labor law and the, you know. Uh, what? <laughs> I did not know this was a thing. It's a, yeah, so they've been dumping a lot of money into getting this proposition on the ballot and getting people to vote yes on it. And it will like uh, reclassify or gig workers and uh, also make it more difficult for other workers to get um, benefits and, stu- and stuff. So it's not good and shouldn't happen. Yeah, people suck. So should we move into what we're talking about? Sure, yeah. I don't great. remember if there's anything else I wanted to talk about, but if I remember anything, I'll bring it up later. All right, great. Oh, there's, there's someone's buzzing in to the apartment. The door. Did you want to see what that is? Or? Um, I mean, I didn't order anything. Okay, cool. So I don't know what it could be. <laughs> Let's get into it then. Okay. I'm going to talk about dowsing. Yeah, I don't know what this is, but Harry was cracking up. The other day when he was researching this, he wouldn't stop laughing. And I was very confused. Just a few things that. No, it was constant. That was very. He was was laughing. And I'm like, like, whoa. Thing. But anyway, so what is dowsing, Carly? I have no idea. You do not know. I don't know. He tried to explain it to me the other day and he did a bad job. So do a better job this time, sir. I'll try. Okay. Dowsing is a way of finding things. Oh, it is our stuff. (laughs) Hang on one second. Ah, I'm trying to pause it. My papers are in the way. <laughs> okay, we're back. All right. Sorry, it was our imperfect foods box. <sighs> I just ran up and down some steps, so I'm a little winded. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, okay. Don't you love how unedited this podcast is? <laughs> I hope so. I, I hope, hope you so, love it, because it's uh... not changing. <laughs> no. So as I was saying... Before I was so rudely interrupted. You want me to go put the food back outside? Yeah, do that. Shut up. (laughs) Just talk about what dowsing is. Dowsing is a way of finding things underground. Okay. And also other stuff. So, uh, you know, before we add like metal detectors or ground penetrating radar or like any decent understanding of geology uh you know people people wanted people were digging wells were mining ores and minerals and stuff yeah and they have came up with a way of figuring out where that stuff is mm-hmm. called dowsing in like the olden days so how it works it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a practice it's an old it's an old it's an ancient practice okay uh, you use a dowsing rod, which is either uh, like one Y-shaped stick or two like L-shaped rods. So you hold, uh, see, um, or or other stuff like a equipment like a, or a a dowsing pendulum, which is like a little weight on a string or a chain, or no equipment at all, and you just I guess uh, use your body to feel the vibes. Okay. So you like uh, read the movements and then you read the movements of your dowsing rods or your dowsing stick to determine various things like uh, the location of oil or other fossil fuels or minerals or ore. How do you do that? Or grave sites or energies, but most commonly water. How do you do that, you say? Yeah, how do you do how do you use the sticks to do that? Um, okay, so with a Y-shaped stick, you get a forked branch from a tree or a bush, like a you know like a Y-shaped thing. Um, in Europe, uh, hazel is a popular wood to use. Um, in the U.S., witch hazel, uh, peach, and willow are all popular choices. Um, and then you you get in the dowsing mindset. You're all you're, you know calm and clear and like concentrated on what you're trying to. Just think about finding okay. water. Okay. And you hold one of the forks in each hand um, and walk forward slowly <laughs> over the area where you're looking for stuff. And if the what? tip of the stick dips or rises or twitches, um, then that means that you have found whatever it is that you're trying to locate. What? This doesn't make any sense. Who thought of this? They're dumb. Uh, I don't know. 
I shouldn't say that. Med- what if it was medieval, actually some really good person? Medieval pe- people. Um, if you got two L-shaped rods, you hold, you hold like a, you use two pieces, usually metal, um, or they could just be like a wire that you bend yourself, or you can buy specially made dowsing rod things off the internet or in stores where they have fancy handles and stuff. <laughs> but then you hold the short leg of the L, and then the long arm goes out straight ahead. You hold them in each hand, with the long arms pointing straight forward, mm-hmm. and hold them about nine inches apart, and then you get in your dowsing mindset. Oh my God. And you walk forward, and then when you find water or whatever, the rods will rotate and cross. Um, and if, it, if it's like a straight pipe or something, they might rotate to form like a straight line, indicating the direction of the flow of water. This is dumb. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well, do you, do, do, do you think it actually works? No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, the, the long answer is it doesn't work any better than random chance. Yeah. It just. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, That's the long answer? Yeah. Oh, the USGS, uh, the U.S. Ge- Geological Survey says, the natural explanation of successful water dowsing is that in many areas, underground water is so prevalent close to the land mm-hmm. surface that it would be hard to drill a well and not find water. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really like, funny. Someone's dowsing and says there's water here. You just got to dig down. They don't say, you know, how far down you got to dig or how much water there is. If you dig far enough, you're going to hit water eventually. You're going to hit water. Yeah. Um, okay. There have been many studies on dowsing uh, to determine if there's Why? anything to it. This is dumb. Everyone, you should just know this is stupid. <laughs> um, the, uh, there's, for one, there was the Castle study in uh, 1990 um, conducted by the Gesellschaft zur Wissenschaftlichen Untersuchung von Parawissenschaften, um, the oh, Society okay. for the Scientific Investigation of the Parasciences, okay. um, where $10,000 was uh, offered to any successful dowser. Um, and the test <laughs> took place over three days and involved 30 dowsers. They had like a series of plastic pipes buried 50 centimeters underground in a level field. Their location was marked with colored stripe. Um, and then they could, but they could, uh, the flow of water through the pipes could be controlled like remotely from somewhere else where they're buried underground. Um, and so dowsers had to determine whether or not water was flowing through each pipe when they're doing the test. Um, and, uh, the dowsers signed a statement agreeing this was a fair test of their abilities and that they expected a 100% success rate. However, the results were no better than chance. Thus, no one was awarded the prize. (laughs) Uh, there have been many other studies with pretty much the same results. Oh, um, wow. Shocked. You're shocked? I'm shocked. The main explanation uh, given as to why it seems like dowsing works is that dowsing rods move because of idio- the idiomotor response. Yeah. Which is... I don't even know what that means, and it makes sense to me. <laughs> this is like a small unconscious movement. Yeah, that yeah, that's what makes. I kind of assumed. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. same phenomenon that makes like the Ouija board. That's on the Ouija I, board yeah. move. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's why so, some people will try to explain it that it has also has to do with like if you're walking on uneven ground, like bit, you know, if they're if you're detecting like buried pipes in your backyard. You might the thing might move because you step onto an area where the ground's slightly uneven when they replace the dirt. My idea was it's probably pretty tiring to hold those rods like that. Like you're gonna get a little tired, mm-hmm. even if you don't feel it. You're gonna start moving your hands a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, if you're hold, you got to hold them fairly loosely so they can like move pretty freely. And so if you're walking at all, like it's gonna move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's been around for a long time. Uh, the practice dates to the Middle Ages. Um, there, there are written references to dowsing dating as far back as 1518, when Martin Luther listed dowsing for metals as an act that broke the first commandment. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Because uh, it was it was counted as like uh, what is it um, like an occult occult practice? Oh, I was gonna say is it kind of like 
witchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, early attempts at an explanation of dowsing were based on the notion that the divining rod was physically affected by emanations from substances of interest. No. <laughs> uh, the following explanation is from William Price's 1778 uh, Mineralogia Cornerbiensis. Oh. Where he says, the corpuscles that rise from the minerals entering the rod determine it to bow down in order to render it parallel to the vertical lines which the effluvia describe in their rise. In effect, the mineral particles seem to be emitted from the earth. Now the virgula, the dowsing rod, <laughs> uh, being of a light porous wood, gives an easy passage to these particles, which are also very fine and subtle. The effluvia, then driven forwards by those that follow them, and pressed at the same time by the atmosphere incumbent on them, are forced to enter the little interstices between the fibers of the wood, and by that effort they oblige it to incline, or dip down perpendicularly, to become parallel with the little columns which those vapors form in their rise. <laughs> oh my god. Um, in the late, in the, in, during the Vietnam War, um, some U.S. Marines used dowsing to attempt to locate weapons and tunnels and stuff. Mm -mm, mm. No, you don't like that? <laughs> um, uh, in 2017, an Oxford PhD candidate, uh, Sally LePage, found that 10 out of the U.K.'s 12 regional water and sewer companies use dowsing to locate water sources. Mm. Um, one company told LePage that some technicians use dowsing rods if, quote, if they need to. Um, what? <laughs> and another company said, uh, quote, they're only used to detect pipework and voids that may be caused by bursts or collapses. What? Um, technicians occasionally use diving rods to locate water mains, according to no. another one. No. However, they are not accurate 100% of the time. They're never accurate. <laughs> oh, no. People, stop. Um, and the, the global war on terror um, was also a boon to scammers peddling dowsing as a bomb-detecting solution. <sighs> um, uh, this, for instance, the ADE-651 is a device um, that was manufactured. Um, it consists of a swiveling antenna mounted via hinge to a plastic hand grip. Uh, it requires no battery or other power source. Its manufacturer claimed that it is powered solely by the user's static electricity. <laughs> to use the device, the operator must walk for a few moments to charge it before holding it at right angles to the body. Mm. After a substance-specific programmed substance detection card is inserted, uh, the device is supposed to swivel in the user's hand to point its antenna in the direction no. of the target substance. No. The cards are claimed to be designed to tune into the frequency of a particular explosive or other substance <laughs> named on the card. Uh, Hussam Muhammad, an Iraqi police officer and user of the ADE-651, described the proper use of the device as more of an art than a science. Uh, quote, if we are tense, the device doesn't work correctly. I start slow and relax my body and I try to clear my mind. Um, the cards were supposedly programmed or activated by being placed in a jar for a week, along with a sample of the target substance to absorb the substance's vapors. No. Um, no. Additionally, uh, John uh, McCormick, um, or James McCormick, reportedly used his own blood to, quote, program the cards for detecting human tissue. <laughs> Sorry, I just bit on you, but that was really funny. <laughs> uh, but eventually uh, they gave up even the, the pretense of programming them at all when, when the demand for the devices was at its peak. Um, the device was, has been sold in 20 countries in the Middle East and Asia, including Iraq and Afghanistan, for as much as $60,000 each. Wow. The Iraqi government is said to have spent 52 million pounds on the devices. He <laughs> spent $60,000 on a piece of plastic with, a, with an antenna. Um, oh, my gosh. Another, there's also the Alpha 6 and the Sniffex and the GT200 device, um, which according to the Thai newspaper The Nation, the GT200 is... Quote, just a new name for a previous global technical product, the Mole Programmable Substance Detection System. Um, it operated in the same way as the GT200, using a swinging antenna to point to a target material indicated via programmable cards. 
inserted into the reader. The mole was tested in the United States in 2002 by Sandia National Laboratories, but was found to perform no better than random chance. Mm. According to the Sandia report, the mole appears physically nearly identical to a product Sandia examined in, in October 1995 called the Quadro Tracker. <laughs> which was marketed, marketed by a South Carolina company, but which was banned in 1996 and the makers prosecuted for fraud. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, all of these devices are basically a handle and then a swiveling antenna. Oh, my God. Uh, the makers of both the ADE651 and the GT200 were arrested for fraud and served time in prison. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it would make more sense to me, like those people using them to look for pipe bursts. Mm-hmm. If... No, I don't even that wouldn't make any sense. I'm I'm thinking like if there was like a magnet that would like be attracted to these pipes. Uh-huh. But then it would just be attracted to the pipes, not the pipe burst. I'm right. just like I'm like no no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just It's just nothing. It's just either a piece You're selling of metal people or Ouija wood. board. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I've doused before. Yeah, you're dumb. No. I know. Uh, my <laughs> grandpa was visiting, and he like uh, I don't know in my Aww. like backyard. We were the grandpa browsing. who believes in energy and stuff. Yeah. Aww. The, the cool one. The cool one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're both cool. Yeah, they are. I love your grandpas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I tried it out. I think, I think does I. Does he like? Does he believe in dowsing? Yeah, it seems like or he he did at he the does. time at least. And uh, we actually actually I did it both ways with the with the rods. And I, I would like, I walked around the, I found some, I located where some water was, um, since, you know, we're on top of, most of Illinois is on top of a big aquifer, but, uh, you know, I also, <laughs> I, I shouldn't I, be so quick to judge if you want to believe in that. And then okay. I, I used the pendulum type of thing as well. And I like, you know, I, where that one, you can like also like ask it questions and like if it rotates clockwise, that means yes. And if it rotates counterclockwise that's no you can also use dazzling to like a lot of ghost hunters use it and stuff to like oh well now i buy it why didn't you mention that at the beginning yeah yeah, i'm sorry (laughs) it's it's a it's a it's a way to read the vibes of a place you Mm -hmm. know deck yeah the energy bad vibes over there the energy yeah exactly (laughs) and i I like vibes i like vibes yeah you can it follow follow the rods to like Follows determine the like the yeah the flow <laughs> of chi through the house or something. Follow the vibes. Follow the vibes. Okay. So yeah, that's that's dowsing for you. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's what I got. Oh, that's that a... was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. All right. Good. Now I understand what it is. Yeah, it's, it's it just it like I shouldn't energy, be so mean about it. It's it's not so much that the 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 tools are like what's attracting it. It's the they're uh, they're acting like as an extension of your body to like it's really powered by the user like taking in the energy, but the the uh, tools help them read it, I guess. Okay, you know? well, I can see why people would believe in that. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see your grandpa being <laughs> a firm believer in that. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. All right. Were you ready to move on to mine? Yeah, I want to hear what you what you're talking about. So I'm not talking about either of the two things I discussed in the bonus episode that I was like, "Hey, those are coming up." <laughs> um, I wasn't ready yet. Okay. So I'm still. I want them to be perfect. You know, I, I need I them to be really good. I get it. But this one is also um, local. Ooh. Local to you and me. Local to our hometown. Local to our not hometown. Our, not currently local. No, but I thought it would still be interesting because I'm sure there's some central Illinoisans who listen. And, you know, it still happened in Illinois, and a lot of our listeners are from Chicago or live in Chicago or mm-hmm. lived in Chicago. So I figured an Illinois cryptid would be pretty fun to go over. So I got my uh, all my information from East the East P- Okay. From East Peoria Historical Society.com. Okay. Central Illinois Proud.com. All right. Pine Barrens Institute.com. Okay. And East Peoria Times Courier.com. All right. All right. Oh, I should have listed my sources. You never do. Yeah, I know. I always do. Yeah. 
This is pretty on brand here. Wikipedia, the United States Geological Survey, and some uh, other website. Uh, Oh, uh, I got some WikiHow in there and spiritofchange.org. Okay. So this week I'm talking about the Cohomo. Ooh. The Cohomo. Okay. Also known as the Coal Hollow Monster. Oh. Coal Hollow, for all of you people who don't know, is a road in East Peoria, kind of, Pekin-ish. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's East Peoria. East Peoria. Well, like, a lot of towns get in, like, Creve Corps, Pekin, East Peoria is kind of, like, in... Okay. Talk about this. Right. Because it's kind it of, like, in the of... middle. It's kind of a... It's a wooded road. There's mm-hmm. houses on it, um, but it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere like all of central illinois is but this is a pretty like wooded area with some houses on it yeah windy road it's a I'd more say. interesting road than most of the it back is roads in i would oh it is <laughs> i always thought it was really fun and cool um so let's get into the coal hollow monster see no one ever thought that central illinois would have a cryptid but no. it does especially east peoria yeah that's crazy. <laughs> we lived right there. Yeah. Right there. Um, I drove on Coal Hollow Road all the time, and I never knew there was supposed to be a cryptid there. Uh-huh. That's cool. I know. Okay. So the creature was first reported in early May of 1972. Ooh. Randy Emmert, 18 years old at the time, and some of his friends reported seeing a very large, white-haired creature on Coal Hollow ro- Road in the wood in the wooded areas. In see this says it's in Pekin, Illinois. Okay. And all of these came from like East Peoria Historical Society, Central Illinois Proud. So that's why I'm confused about whether it's in it's well, kind of road, in between. Yeah, it, it kind of goes... connects Pekin to East Peoria. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> anyway, what? Nothing. I'm just thinking about someone who doesn't know anything about anything, the geography. Yeah, no, 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 I know. I know. I was like some people who don't know anything about Central Illinois are gonna be confused. Or anything about that area, we're going to be confused. <laughs> yeah. um, they stated that the creature made loud, almost screeching-like sounds, and that they believed it was living underneath an abandoned house. Oh. It was described as white, hairy, and 12 feet tall. Several people believed the monster was able to get around through abandoned coal mines. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Emmert, the guy who um, reported it, said... It was in 72. My friend had a friend that lived on Coal Hollow Road at the top of the hill, uh, at the top of the hill, and he had car problems one night when he got off of work. And he decided he'll just walk up Coal Hollow Road. He claims he saw something white and hairy standing there and staring at him. I'm white and hairy. (laughs) I'm not 12 feet tall. No, you're not 12 feet tall. There were two of me. There were two of you. Um, eventually, Emmert called a local radio station. To... This led to <laughs> more... See a big hairy monster radio stations, the first one I'm calling. I, I mean, you gotta... What if What if there's a contest going on? First person to see the big hairy monster gets concert tickets. <laughs> gets for... concert tickets. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Grand Funk this weekend. <laughs> this led to more and more people wanting to look for the creature. Days later, okay, get this. Days <laughs> okay. later, on May 25th, the East Peoria police logged more than 200 calls from witnesses who cited the monster. Whoa. Yeah. 200? 200. Over 200 people called and said they saw the monster. The calls ranged from seeing the monster walking through the woods, through yards, or along riverbanks, to a report of the monster destroying a caller's fence. <laughs> The police were naturally skeptical of all the calls, but kept track of them nonetheless. Okay, I guess. I mean, I mean if, if you're getting over two hundred, I don't know, but I don't yeah, know. You want to keep? You want to at least keep tabs on them, I guess. There's something going on. Mm-hmm. I bet the first like two, they were like, "I'm not writing this shit down." What the? What the heck? <laughs> what if, I mean, do, were all? Does it say all the calls were from different people, or was it? Yeah, they were all from different okay. people. Okay, well, it, they're they're pretty sure it wasn't just one person yeah. reporting it 200 times. Yeah. Okay. Two months later, during July 1972, a local search party was formed, and more than 100 people took the woods surrounding <laughs> Coal Hollow Road to search for the monster. Wow. So. <laughs> 
this is so like Pekin, East Peoria, like central Illinois. The search party had to be disbanded by the police a few hours later after a volunteer accidentally shot himself in the foot. <laughs> The monster was not located, but it did start being referred to by its nickname, Cohomo, Co-homo. as in Co-Hollow Monster. So, Co-Co-Hollow-Homo Monster Co-homo. among we, the locals. No Cohomo. <laughs> Stop. What? Uh, okay. On July 25th, a witness contacted the police to report they had seen a large hairy man-like creature swimming in the Illinois River. On July 28th, a local woman reported seeing the monster near an abandoned coal mine while she was out gathering berries. The creature scared her so much that she ran off, leaving her possessions behind. (laughs) That same night, the police received a report from two reliable witnesses, that's what they said, who stated that they saw the creature well enough to give a description. All right. I didn't realize there were so many abandoned coal mines. Me either. I'm like, wait. There are abandoned coal mines over there? Yeah. It's probably a good thing I didn't know about them. Otherwise, I would have got, like, one collapsed on me or something. I know, right? (laughs) Um, The Coal Hollow Road monster is described as being around eight to nine feet tall, covered in whitish gray hair, long, round ears, red lips, human-like hands, meaning they have thumbs. Mm -hmm. Um, And it appeared to resemble a cross between an ape and a caveman. Ooh. It gave off a putrid smell that was described like that of wet dog mixed with rotten eggs. (laughs) All right. So he smells really bad. Sounds interesting. Um, The creature behind... No, Cahomo. The creature left behind large tracks that appeared to only show three toes. The monster craze kind of died out in the years following due to the lack of capture. Uh, Many (laughs) believe a Bigfoot was being sighted by locals, and because it naturally kept moving and eventually moved out of the region, the sightings of the Cohomo stopped. But Bigfoot appears... uh, uh, But the... Okay, but it has not fully lost interest in the area because sporadic sightings are still reported to this day. I mean, you know, we get like, we get like okay, the occasional like cougar in the area. So mm-hmm. why not? Why not? Why, a, not, why not a Bigfoot too? Quote, I think the community in itself pulled together to try to figure out what the coal hollow monster was about and, and try to find it. He said, <laughs> right, I think this is Randy Emmert. Okay. No, it could have been a police off. I think it's an East Peoria police officer. That sounds like cop talk. Yeah. It became part of our history. Some people still believe that the coal hollow monster still still exists in East Peoria. So now I have some um, old newspaper articles to read to you about the coal hollow monster. Some originals? Yeah. So this one, this one is really hard to read. So excuse me for all the pausing. (laughs) Um, This one is from the Journal Star Peoria. Wednesday, July 26, 1972, so the year that it happened. Mm-hmm. Monster Tale Takes New Twist. Ooh. Louisiana, Missouri. What? Wait, Louisiana. What? Louisiana. Okay. <laughs> Louisiana. Um, he reports of a huge orange-eyed smelly... Someone reports of a huge-eyed smelly monster roaming the halls hills near the mississippi river uh took a few um hang on this is a story about a different monster yeah yeah no no no. well yeah well no yes and no just listen um so basically yeah a similar monster was reported in louisiana a short time later a woman reported she was aware of something walking past her window she told police she went outside and although she saw nothing she noticed a rank smell uh, permeating the air. Others in the area, which is southwest of where earlier monster reports originated, reported hearing strange growling growls during the night, which they said could not have come from farm and... I don't know what that says. Sorry, this is really hard. Look at this. Look how old and tiny this looks. Yeah. 
I tried to make it as real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. Then, uh, Peor claims Peoria teenager. Um, it's white, hairy, twelve feet tall, and roaming Cole Hollow Road. Um. So it was there one minute and gone the next. If you just have someone sit up there, it may take days or weeks, but you'll see it. Randy Emmert, 18 of something 12 Oaks, reports he and many friends have seen the same type of hairy creature in the woods near Cole Hollow Road in East Peoria. Oh. He says it was about uh, one or two months ago he saw the creature. He didn't report it at the time because people would think we're crazy. Randy said he had been stopped by a policeman in East Peoria sometime after the sighting, and Randy told him the story, and he didn't believe it. When the news came out about the monster in Louisiana, um, Randy decided to come forward with his story. Okay. If I hadn't heard of the hadn't heard of it in Missouri, I'm confused. <laughs> Well, maybe he was in Missouri, maybe, and he heard about the Louisiana monster when he was there. I'm pretty sure this says Louisiana, Missouri. Remember when I said Louisiana, Missouri? Louisiana, M-O. Maybe there's a town in Missouri called Louisiana. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, it's in Missouri, everyone. <laughs> I don't know. Randy said he first heard the coal hollow creature about a year. Oh, wait, I said this already. He says whatever he saw looks just like the drawing of the creature in Missouri that he saw on television. Huh. Randy describes it as being between 8 and 12 feet tall. Quote, kind of white and it moves quick. Is that is that a picture of Randy? Yeah, this is Randy. <laughs> he does not. He doesn't look 18. No, he looks picture. 12. Yeah. And he's pointing into the blackness. Yeah, where... Randy Emmer, 18 of 3527-12-something um, road. Harry Creature lives near Coal Hollow Oaks, points to where he believes a road in East Peoria. Oh, wait. <laughs> points to where he believes a hairy creature lives. Look at how that's printed, though. Yeah, I know. That's weird. Yeah, okay. Alright. Uh, let's see. He says a friend noticed a sulfur smell, just like reported in Missouri. And according to Randy, the something stopped. Oh, the cricket stopped chirping in the area, and Ooh. it becomes very still when the hairy thing is around. Ooh, that's spooky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Randy says he heard the creature many times. He, he reports, uh, "quote It lets out a long screech, like an old steam engine whistle, only more humany." <laughs> Oh, Randy. Okay. I don't know what that means. Randy says a friend in Wisconsin has photographs of the footprints. Oh. He says many of his friends have seen the footprints or the creature, but they don't want their names revealed. <laughs> Randy says of himself, quote, I'm kind of a spokesman for the group. The only one who has guts, I guess. And <laughs> oh, Randy. He's the, he's the president of the Cohomo Club. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> His friend in Wisconsin has pictures of the feet. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't oh, know them. They, they no, you different. wouldn't know them. He, they, they live in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, according to him, there is an old abandoned house in the woods, which big footprints around it and a hole dug under the basement. Mrs. Ann Kramer of... Actually, I'm just going to... Quote... This lady says, quote, it sounds kind of weird. At first I didn't believe it, but then my daughter-in-law saw it, she said. Randy said he, quote, would not go up there at night anymore, end quote. Mm. Oh, here Randy points to what he says is one of the footprints he found near Coal Hollow Road. So he points out the footprints. Okay. I, you can't tell anything no, in this picture. No, you can't say, you know. It's, a, it's, a, it's an old uh, he also said, quote, I'm not doing this for pu publicity, just reporting what I saw. This is something I believe in. This is for real. Most of the people we bring up here believe it afterwards. It's just something you, you don't explain, end quote. The last mysterious creature reported in this area was near Princeville in 1950. What? Oh. Fred, what? 
I didn't know this. I didn't read this far. I didn't read this little section. Oh, man, I got to look at that. Okay. Pertlewitz said at the time he had heard a loud rear and found... (laughs) I can't see what this says. Uh, For tracks as big as a man's hand. Someone doesn't as big want as you to a man's hand. Game hunters searched the area, but Pertlewitz, uh, Mayrder was never found. <laughs> Did you hear any of what I said? No, I could not okay, follow great. that. Cool. So this is another one that I thought was funny. Okay. I don't know when this is from. It doesn't have the date on it. the The title is "Headed This Way." Monster Faces Barrier of Red Tape <laughs> by Lawrence Blasky. Bureaucracy in City Hall. Associated Press Writer. Chicago AP. What does that mean? Uh, Associated Press. Chicago Associated Press. If the monster being hunted in Tazewell County ever comes out of hiding, I think this has to be from the time. If the monster being hunted in Tazewell County ever comes out of hiding, he better bring a good lawyer. The IRS wants to chat. Why was this in the paper? <laughs> I don't know. What paper was it in? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. They just put this on there. Okay. <laughs> and when the Internal Revenue Service is through, the Selective Service Administration and the Bureau of Immigration and Naturalization are waiting. For the past several days, persons near Louisiana, Missouri, have reported seeing something hairy, smelly, and more than seven feet tall. Tuesday, Randy Emmer, 18, of Peoria, said he had seen it, and his report brought as many as 75 persons swarming through timber along Coal Hollow Road near East Peoria Wednesday night. No monster was sighted, but police reported one man shot himself in the leg when the revolver he was carrying discharged. He was identified as Carl R. Harris, 35, of East Peoria. One 48-year-old woman who asked not to be identified said she and members of her family went into the woods Wednesday, shortly before 6 p.m. Quote, we saw some tracks. And then we heard, oh, I don't know even how to say it, kind of a low growl like a dog would make, only much deeper and from something much bigger. Anyway, we didn't look for more tracks, but made tracks of our own right for our car. End quote. (laughs) Some contend the creature comes from outer space. Maybe, but it would still have to pay taxes, says Thomas Hayes of the Chicago IRS office. Quote, technically, dot, 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 if it earned income while resident in the United States, it would have to file a tax return, said Hayes. Failure to file would mean a fine or imprisonment, he said. If whatever it is is between 18 and 35 years old, Uncle Sam wants it, a spokesman for the Chicago Selective Service Office said. Hairy and smelly it may be, but if it's a resident alien, alien from where doesn't matter. It must register for the draft, the spokesman said. (laughs) This is the dumbest thing I've ever read. Alien from where what troubles the... Alien from where is what troubles the Bureau of Naturalization and the Immigration, says spokesperson for the director's office. Every January 1st, every alien must file both his old address and his present one. If he doesn't, he's subject to a $100 fine and deportation, the spokesman said. Wait, they're talking about outer space aliens, right? Because this says some contend the creature comes from outer space and then calls him an alien. Well, it's a a pun. This is dumb. (laughs) Okay, well, why why are you reading it? it's entitled... Keep reading, keep reading. We'd have to get together with NASA, the spokesperson mused. Our budget is only $143 million, and I'm not sure we can afford that fare. (laughs) All right, ready for another? Sure. Uh, Actually, I don't think any of these are really of any interest anymore. Oh, okay. Um, So that's basically the story. Okay. Um, oh, I have one more one, yeah, one, one more, more thing? section to read to okay. you. So isn't that kind of funny? I wanted to read the two articles that kind of came out about it, not the two from like 30 years later. Okay. So this one I got off of... Sorry, it's my papers rustling. Um, I believe this one came from the East Peoria Times 
Courier. Okay. And it's some guy's blog, I think. Okay. By Dwayne Bartles. And he calls it his blog Dwayne's World. <laughs> Dwayne's World. I, I, yeah. That's really funny. Okay, this was. <laughs> Anyway, this was posted on July 5th, 2012. Okay. He says, I just took it straight from his blog. Okay. I knew some of this background, being a lifelong central Illinois resident. I looked up Emmert. He lives in Peoria. He is a blogger, one who reveals a writing incendiary things. (laughs) One who revels in writing (laughs) incendiary things? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I emailed him to see if he would answer questions about what happened in 1972. He said he would. I put together questions and sent them. As I waited for his answer, I continued research. I came across a story stating Emmert came clean decades later that his claims were a scam. What? On June 17th, Emmert got back to me. Quote, this is what Emmert wrote to Dwayne Bartles in 2012. Only 26 questions? Okay. This was a hoax played by some friends of mine and myself on another friend that used to live at the top of Coal Hollow Road. We had to talk it, we had to walk it from his employment at the old AMOCO station below the hill at night, about midnight to the top, Emmert wrote. Uh, He swore he saw and heard the monster, so so we set him up. The old WIRL 1290 radio show had a call in and he called to say he actually saw it. I simply backed him up and my name was stuck to the story, sadly. (laughs) I called this into WMBD radio show about two years ago and the Peoria Journal Star did a story uh, about the same time. We never saw a monster or a Bigfoot. Although when first reported on the radio uh, that we did, over 200 people showed up on Coal Hollow Road that night looking for Bigfoot. Hell, they came from Kentucky wanting to camp at my par- in my parents' lawn. <laughs> One woman ran her car into the old brick yard and told the cops she did so because the monster was in the road in front of her. <laughs> I also have an admission. I want to believe in Cohomo, whether he is... Uh, Kohomo, whether he is, was, or never was our resident Bigfoot. I sing to the tune of Bill Bailey, Won't You Come Home, Kohomo, Won't You Come Home. And that's what Emmert, Randy Emmert, 18-year-old Randy Emmert, said about it. That it was one big freaking hoax, and I'm mad. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it's real. I believe it's real, too. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy into it. I think it's kind of sweet that he's like, well, I still want to believe the Kohala monster exists, though. Well, I guess you could say that there's no Kohomo. <laughs> Shut up. I think we should make Can we make merch the with that. No Kohomo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. The episode's t- title is No Kohomo this week. For sure. Um, did you like the story? It was. All of my stories are kind of all over the place, but uh, you know, I—that's kind of my style. You know, it's yeah. kind of my dumb. That's the known unknowns house style. Yeah, that's what you—that's what you get here that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, I was just really mad to read that in that guy's blog. That like, oh, he just emailed this guy Randy, and he was like, "Yeah, it was a hoax." Yeah. He also <laughs> admitted to it a while ago that it was just a hoax. Which oh, makes well. me sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. But <laughs> do you think he just... Someone shot himself in the leg because of it. I know, that... I know, I know. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that happens It's uh, pretty... That happens on a weekly basis in Pekin anyway. So. Honestly, yeah. Oh, man. If you guys have never been to Pekin, Illinois... Meth and racism capital of the world. Oh, my... Yeah. Yeah. Dear... Oh, I don't think I can say that. I was going to say the old Pekin High School mascot, or what it was called. Right now it's the Dragons, but mm-hmm. it was really bad. It was a, it was, it was a racial slur. It, for, yeah, for uh, a long time. Yeah. Like, up until when? It was like not that long ago changed the Dragons. I want to say the 90s. Yeah. But there was some guy at our local, at in the Delavan Antique Mall, who was looking for like 
Pekin memorabilia uh-huh. from the time that they used like the racial slur as. Uh-huh. I'll just say right now they're. Their mascot looking thing is like one of those Chinese dragons. <laughs> and they're called the dragons. So you can kind of go from there about what the <laughs> racial slur was. Yeah. No, like it's not good there at all. I remember a story of someone wanted engagement photos uh-huh. and their photographer was a black man. Uh-huh. And he said that he would go anywhere but Pekin to take their photo. He's like, I won't go to Pekin because mm-hmm. it's so bad there. He's like, I will get hurt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Right yeah. right down the road from Tremont where their where where their school mascot is the Turks. But they're they're it's uh, today it's a it's a turkey. Their mascot, but oh. it didn't used to be. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Yeah. One time in Morton, which uh-huh. is like right next to Pekin and Tremont, all uh-huh. that, we were on a, in high school, we were like looking for, um, we were doing yearbook sponsorship sponsors, so we were going around to businesses, uh-huh. and so we had two, uh, we had one girl, she was, she was Asian, uh-huh. and one boy who was also Asian, uh-huh. and they were walking down the road of Morton and someone called them the N-word. Like they rolled down their window and screamed at them the uh-huh. N-word. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> well, there's many things wrong with that. But if that gives you an idea of what this area is like, <laughs> who? So I just want to paint this picture because I think some people don't realize Illinois exists outside of Chicago and how like drastically different it is like some people think they're chicago and then the suburbs that are pretty conservative like rich conservatives but no the (laughs) suburbs and chicago don't even make up half of the state like at all uh if you go anywhere south of the suburbs you're getting into hick town hick racist town i'm telling you like I want people to know this, that it is not just Chicago. <laughs> Illinois is not just Chicago. <sighs> okay, I'll get off my rant now. Okay, anything else for the week? I kind of want to go eat dinner. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, I think that about covers it. Great. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Known Unknowns. Go vote. Do all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know the drill. Yep. Um, I've been Harry. And I'm still Carly. And this has been... Known Unknowns. Uh, vote yes on the Fair Tax Amendment. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye.